Well, we have a weekly podcast and we need cash now. Go to patreon.com slash bamfcast. Patreon.com slash bamfcast. Right, and welcome to the Bamcast Variety Hour. Hey, yeah, Bamcast Variety Hour. Still alive, still here, still doing this thing. Uh, I'm, Hell yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. Yeah. Uh, we, we are we are BJ-less on this uh, the fifth Variety Hour, fourth, I don't know. We, we toyed around. The last one was fifth. almost like a... This is the fifth. Yeah. The last one was almost like, what, do, what did it become a proper episode? Nope. nope. No? Okay. Still... Okay. We're not doing a proper episode till we are back together in the same room. Okay. Well, here we are. Then I don't even care about the numbers anymore. It's just the variety hour. We're here. It's yeah, yeah, yeah May sixth <laughs> or whenever you're listening. Fifth. Yes, May the sixth be with you. Yeah. <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. You're the one who did it for a year, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason. Wow. <laughs> As you can see, we've we've all become very self-contained in our houses. <laughs> And like a rattlesnake, sometimes we strike out at the little things. <laughs> Somebody's walking by, like, "Hey, fuck you!" <laughs> it's like, oh, "Yes, dude, I was just walking by." <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, wow, <laughs> no rattle or anything. Um, but yeah, we uh, similar to last week, we kind of gave ourselves a homework movie, uh, mm-hmm. and I believe we all watched it. And uh, this one is the new next Netflix uh, joint from 2020. In 2020, it's uh, Extraction. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's basically like a sort of mini Marvel esque movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it's by Captain America stunt double directed it. <laughs> okay. First yeah. movie he's made. Yeah. First. Yeah. Fe- first feature thing he's made. It was written by the one of the Russos, I believe, but produced by the other one. I. Yeah. I thought. I thought they based both... on like a graphic novel. They both came up with the story for. Sure. So. Yeah. So it's like, it's all kind of mini Marvel and, and starring Chris Hemsworth. If I don't think we said that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Thor's in it, uh-huh. and basically nobody else that you will recognize unless uh, you're into Bollywood oh stuff. Uh, well, yeah, yes, but he, he shows I'm, up for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, it made me glad I didn't know anything about the movie because it caught me completely off guard when he showed up. Yeah. Oh, I was very excited. I was like, oh, yay, someone I yeah. recognize. Yeah, because this does the like we're not going to tell you who's in it credits in the beginning. It's just it's just like oh, hey, it's extraction. Let's go. Um, it also starts at the end. Yeah, I was I was gonna go ahead and say like if you plan to watch yeah. this, I think we should just go ahead and say it's this is going to be spoilerific. I don't think we're going to dance around it because this is we're treating it kind of like we've all seen it. You can too. So like, <laughs> yeah. stop. Maybe this. jump ahead yeah. 15, 20 minutes or something. Yeah. I mean, we can we're, always we're gonna just go on Netflix it. and spend an hour and forty five minutes because it says it's two hours, but as Chuck pointed out, the credits are fourteen minutes long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They That's use pretty nuts. much everyone in Thailand and India and, or wherever they. Bangladesh or wherever they filmed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be in Bangladesh. I don't know if they actually filmed there, but anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess without getting into spoilers, I would recommend you go watch this. Like, I oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, we had we didn't we didn't pre talk about this, so we didn't come. We usually yeah. have talked, and we kind of gauge a sense of where everybody is. But I'm just saying, it is it is entertaining and worth a watch. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he breaks a dude's neck by swinging another dude's legs at that dude. Yes, uh, a guy he has recently murdered. Uh huh. And then, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just now. Spoilers yeah. are forthcoming, so 
Yeah. Escape now while you can yeah. if you want to. Sorry thing you know. Yeah. So just, <laughs> I see in the chat. It's like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, it's just it, <laughs> see it, in 15 minutes. We are going to talk about some other things probably in 20, yeah. 30 minutes. So you can come back um, mm-hmm. and we'll get back to talking about other things. But yeah, this is this is our main thing. And we're going to deep dive yeah. discuss this. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think first thing you should know is like directed by a stuntman and it mm-hmm. shows. I mean, it's yeah, it's very. It's very John Wickish without being John Wickish. I mean, it's John Wickish in in terms of like if you like, like efficient kills, efficient kills, and all, but also still brutal. You know, mm-hmm. just that like, oh, you know, we kind of started this. I mean, a lot of people attribute it to like Born, the first Born movie, where people got a taste for like the real. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's the first thing, but it's it's the first thing pe- most people point to and saying like it's kind of the first mainstream American one right. that kind of did it that where way. it was like hey you know like what if like someone actually was trained to kill and went through an action sequence and you know most fights mm-hmm. don't last 15 minutes like you know like they live it's it's yeah. pop 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 and it's over you know like <laughs> and that's it you know so mm-hmm. let's focus on that unless they're like both highly skilled and this one is kind of a little bit more of the like Thor is fucking invincible basically you know like <laughs> just about I mean it's he, you know, this is well, the kind of movie where people I wouldn't say suffer. invincible. I'd say hard to kill. Right. But he still feels pain. Sure. But I mean, like this is this he is takes a- pills like you would in <laughs> Left for Dead and he's fine mm. afterwards. Well, they also <laughs> kind of insinuate that yeah. might just be for like <clears throat> those might be fuck it alls, you know, like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but because he's a sad man. Yes. I mean, his, his character is sad. I'm just trying to state like, you know, <laughs> John Wick, though, it may be it's like it kind of jumps ahead and it's like John Wick three where it's like, no, they're like John Wick one is OK. He's a, a beyond efficient killer, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But also like nothing ultra fantastical is happening other than the slight, you know, what's going on with the assassin hotel thing, you know, when it's just kind of a mystery mm-hmm. in the first one. And then by the third one, it's like, no, it's fucking superhero assassins and they can live through like multiple knife wounds and gunshots and yeah. stabbings and being thrown through a car or kicked by a horse. It's not the regular people, but like the big name people could just be like, oh, that hurt. And anyway, <laughs> on to killing. So it's it's in that like realm. Um, yeah. But yeah, as you said, it starts with like the Sunset Boulevard. Like this is the end of the movie, basically, like almost the final like action sequence with him, like the tail end of it, and then cuts to credits, and it's like now a couple days earlier. Let's show you yeah. what actually happened. Yeah, yeah, and <clears throat> the plot is basically like there's this there's this dude in jail, and he has a rival, and the rival steals that dude's kid, and they don't have the money to properly get the kid back, so they come up with this this plan i'll talk about it later once we talk about some more things in the movie but Mm -hmm. man this this dude's plan makes zero fucking sense yeah like they they gloss over this in the movie so fast and i'm just like wait what that was that Mm -hmm. dude's plan that's that's dumb (laughs) yeah i mean it worked obviously but i I guess although not it didn't come out well for him but yeah and i mean they make it clear like a Chris Chris Hemsworth is the only one who'll take the job, mm-hmm. right? Um, and B that they don't have the money to pay him. Yeah, and to be clear, like, he, almost he doesn't he doesn't work alone. But I guess like everyone on his team has also got the same kind of like yeah, fuck it, whatever. Like <laughs> I've got to die sometime kind of attitude, you know, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, yeah, Hemsworth is going to do the heavy lifting, so right. he will probably die. And the rest yeah, because I mean, really, like, really, all we see is like it. He has a sniper, like Overwatch kind of guy. He has a comms person, and then like a, a transport person. Otherwise, it's him on the ground, like where the bullets are. Like everyone else yeah. is yeah. supposed to be in a position where they can just fuck off and bug out if they need to. 
but mm-hmm. you know so anyway like kid gets kidnapped you know you're kind of like what what's you know you get a little bit of drama with the kid where he's just like i'm sad i have to stay home all the time anyway i'm gonna break the rules and go out and get kidnapped at a club mm-hmm. and so he's kidnapped calling chris hemsworth you know well first like the prison guy yeah. in prison is just like get him back or i'm gonna murder your entire family that's this his bodyguard or it's like mm-hmm. he's he's like a step above bodyguard he's like the the chief like get shit done guy you know like, he seems to be the guy who's running things right. while he's in jail yeah but he's also yeah. like his his primary job is like hey keep my kid alive while i'm in jail mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah you fucked you up had one job you had one job really <laughs> you probably had more than one job but you fucked up and if you don't fix it i'm gonna murder your family and you know i can do it too even if i'm in prison and so he's like got mm-hmm. it and yeah so he concocts this plan which i guess we might as well talk about it we're not doing this beat by beat so let's just I mean, this this plays yeah. out over the course of the entire movie because this guy, like Chris Hemsworth, goes in and does this thing and is, begins the extraction, and then suddenly this guy, like two seconds later, is like in there and trying to murder everybody and take the kid. And you don't mm-hmm. you don't know it's him at first. You just think it's like this other badass mercenary dude, and then it turns out it's like it is this guy. He is a badass mercenary. Now, you probably could have inferred that it's him because like you've just watched a scene where he's like, "Goodbye, wife. Goodbye, kid." I might not see you again, but you'll be safe <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So yeah. you're mm-hmm. pretty sure it's him, but so, okay. So Hemsworth goes to get the kid. He goes straight to where the kid is and he's being guarded by children. Well, at least one child, the teenagers. Yeah. Uh, who all think this is just hilarious and they have all this power and Hemsworth's stupid for showing up. And then Hemsworth murders every single one of them. Except for the kid. Like the little kid kid. Yes. Yeah. Like, except for the fucking toddler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, the kid is asking for it because he puts the gun to his head and then pulls the trigger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Hemsworth doesn't even blink. And the kid's like, man, this guy's awesome. And you like, are crazy. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, yes, no magazine. Mexican joke. <laughs> I know. I just, every guy in that situation yeah. is, oh, you are loco. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Just like that. That's... Spot on. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I've watched a lot of Danny Trejo movies yeah, lately. And, and let's let's keep this in mind. This is only like uh, maybe 10 minutes into the movie. Like there is so little setup. It's basically. Oh, it's just show, Hemsworth is sad. And yeah. Now, it's like, yeah. Show the kid, kid. Kid gets kidnapped. Hemsworth. Sad guy with a death wish, basically. Yeah. And, and you, he's and on the ground. He, he's getting the bag over his head. And then he's, he sees the kid, you know, in the room mm-hmm. as, as he's, you know, making the negotiation for, all right. You'll get the money when I know the kid's alive. Yeah, that's that's his pretense. Is like, hey, I'm coming in. I they're gonna he's gonna need confirmation proof of life, and then come back out, get the money, and you know we'll make the exchange. Except his real plan is to go in there and murder everyone and take the kid. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. he also like before he even comes out and says it, you know, you get these like flashback things where it's like, oh, I think he has a dead kid, and yes, he mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth that is has a dead kid, you know. So like that's what's making him sad. Um, yeah, but you know. So you kind of, if you've seen a movie, you kind of know where this is going, <laughs> like sort of thing. Like, you know, uh-huh. he pretty much yeah, like yeah. forms a attachment to this kid because, you know, he doesn't. Oh, have this his movie kid. is very much yeah. if you've seen a movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> except like, you know. Well, it, I mean, it's yeah, it's you're not, it's kind of half for the like every every eighties action movie type thing, but with you know John Wick sensibilities for the mm-hmm. most part, and you know, it's kind of like it falls somewhere between like the way John Wick is filmed and the way like the later born movies are filmed. Like it's kind of that halfway in between. Cause the fight scenes are not like, all right, we're locking the camera down. We're going to watch you beat these dudes asses. I mean, it like, there's a lot of jump cutting and going back and forth, but it's still, it's almost always clear what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So it, 
it works out well. But yeah, like as far as <laughs> as far as the plot goes, it's like yeah, you can figure this out pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it, there, I mean, it's there's some it's a cold system. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's some differences because I mean, you know, this whole convoluted B plot, like oh, I was going to fuck you over anyway. Like, I was going to hire the best of the best mercenaries to go in and get the kid, but then I think I'm so good that I'm just going to murder said mercenaries myself and take the kid and, and surprise free, you know? Like, okay, mm-hmm. so that's the part I think is hilarious, sure. is that when they realize they've been had, mm-hmm. the the money lady, the lady who's kind of s- sort of in charge of it, basically says, oh, he wanted us to do all the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. no, the heavy lifting was 20 kids in a room and then he was like, I'll yeah. let them do that. And then I'll kill all the badass mercenaries. It's like, that is the absolute backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it works, but I just, it yeah. doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. From, I mean, from a plot standpoint, it's like, you know, the hard part was not going into the room where the kids were holding him. It was getting the fuck out of the city that this drug lord holds. Sure. Basically. Cause that's right. what, you know, yeah, cause this is where it becomes the raid where right. it's just like, yeah, you're not getting out. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Lock so the city down, block so, the bridges. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of like your, your main plots is like, you've got kidnapped kid and his, you know, sad, I'm, I'm rich, but I can't do anything. And my dad's a shitty guy, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You've got him being sad, you know, Thor being sad about his dead kid. Um, you've got this other drug lord, who runs the city in Bangladesh, you know, and then the kid's father who's in prison running this other. Yeah. Should we note the first scene that he's introduced in? They toss a child off a building because they won't tell who stole something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I mean, this movie pulls no punches. (laughs) I mean, at all. So. Nope. This movie is like children. Fuck that. Yeah. Because I mean, (laughs) like this is where he's introduced and yeah, the guy's like, tell me who stole my shit and nobody says anything. So dude just picks up a child and just hucks him off the building and he's like, all right, you, you're next. You want to talk? And and he's like, I know who did it. Or he's about to throw in someone else. (laughs) The other kid's like, I knew who did it. It was like, you know, (laughs) it was the guy he just threw off. (laughs) So like, and they're like, ah, you're clever. Uh, All right. Cut off your fingers, bro. Yeah. But of course that gets interrupted and you know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so like yeah, you've also got these like badass street kids. Like they're kind of a very unnecessary side plot thing. It's a like if there's anything I feel is like I get what you're doing symbolically, sort of. <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. like that becomes like the you know, Thor's main beef sort of is like there's a lot going on in this movie. I'm not trying to un- undersell it because like this is a dense movie with a lot happening like in a, an hour and 40 minute time frame. you know, like there is a lot going on. Um, but so like he gets the kid and then it's just like locked down on city, you know, hide here, go here, you know, hide the shitty sewers and then call David Harbor, who's surprised, you know, like I said, because if you don't know who's in this movie, he just kind of shows up and is like, hey, come on, you know, <laughs> come with me. I've got a place for you to stay. <laughs> Um, right, yeah. And hey, you know, and then spoilers, he turns bad and it's just like, you know, this kid's fucked. Like you, you're not getting out of the city with this kid. I'm telling Again, you. Again, we've seen a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, money's better than, a, you know, the kid's going to die regardless. We might as well get paid. And he's like, no, I don't think so. So it's like, yeah, no, nah. he fights and yeah. kids. I kid actually killed David Harbor. You know. Yes. And is not happy about it. No, not really. But eh, uh, he's now a murderer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, he's not happy about it. I mean, so, but, the sequence before they get to David Harbor, which is like mm-hmm. a 20 minute edited together, supposed to be one take, although obviously it right. is yeah. not, right. but a segment that is meant to seem like it is one long action sequence is fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and- we're underselling like the first fight where he goes into the room and murders all the dudes mm-hmm. is fucking brutal and it's good. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. It is- yeah. There's one man he kills, or one child that he kills with a table. Uh, God, when he kicks that table into him. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. 
there this is again one of these movies where i'm just like oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> um but so they they do this like 20 minute sequence all edited together with little tiny transitions that if you're if you know what to look for you can see the seams in it but mm-hmm. it's still pretty damn cool it just feels like a like a theme park movie thing mm-hmm. That you're sitting there with with 3D glasses on, and the actors are are talking to you like, "Hey, check out over there." Doc Brown says there's dinosaurs over there. Look over there, and it's mm-hmm. like the camera whips over there, and you see like a crazy car just crash, and you're just like, "Whoa, shit!" And it's like, "All right, now we're back over here," and it's like, "Okay, this is neat, but man, this is so unlike anything else in this movie." <laughs> it works though. Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, because you go from car chase to getting through these buildings, and him just murdering dozens of. Mm-hmm. guys coming after him yeah i was gonna say and like, then getting you, hit by cars and just <laughs> I, I that's one thing like I, look i don't i don't want to necessarily pull this card but i i you know i was thinking it while i was watching the movie and i didn't want to like he murders a lot of what we're led to believe are dirty cops i mean that's that's the only rational yeah. explanation but he murders yeah. a fuckload of cops and it's like then you start to get in like the look i know the guy at the top directing things is evil but you mm-hmm. know it's uh, yeah, it's the it's the construction workers on the Death Star argument. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's just like, but I mean, he's not just like slightly murdering them. He's putting the same emphasis on murdering them as he is everybody else. You know, like it's not just like, well, you know, let me Terminator knee shot you and you'll still be fine and I'll get out of here. But <laughs> this is like, no, you like this guy. You shot at me, so I'm going to fucking rip you in half. <laughs> it's it's just yeah. one of those things, though. It's like. The 90th cop he encounters is like that guy in Arkham Asylum where it's just like, oh, Batman, get down here. I'll be the one. You know, it's like you just watch Batman snap like 100 necks. Like, why, Mm -hmm. Earl, do you think you're going to be the one to defeat Batman? He's Thor, Chuck. Get it. (laughs) I'm just saying it's Mm -hmm. why every cop is like, all right, now's my time to shine. It's like, why wasn't at least one cop like, no, (laughs) and turn around and run the other way. Um but I, I, I is that scene isn't that punctuated with Thor almost murdering the other dude with a truck? <laughs> yes, well, that, that's sort of like the finale, I think. Of yeah, of, yeah. Actually, my, that might not be the one take sequence. Maybe it is. I don't remember. I think. But, it, I think that's how it ends. Okay, I think he hits okay. him with that yeah. truck, and the kid's like, "You hit him with the truck," and he's like, "Yep, yep, sure did." <laughs> um, but I think it's just after this. But he reencounters like or. He re- re-encounters, like, one or two of the kids that were there in the beginning, but now joined by the kid who, like, was the smart one on the roof and everything. And his Yeah, whole, the kid who's elevated his yeah. position is there leading six more, like... Yeah, he's got his whole fucking tribe of lost boys, you know. It's and just and, fucking little orphan Annie's here. <laughs> but, you know, Hemsworth at well, first I mean, is just like, no, like, no. And then ends well, the scene. I mean, the but, first one comes after him on a moped or mm-hmm. something. And, of course, he has a stick that he gets right into those uh, spokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. He Which slaps starts the, the shit out of children. He sure. just slaps but the shit out of them. By the end, he's just picking kids up and, like, throwing them against, like, car doors and shit. I mean, it's just well, that like... one, he kicks in the chest and the kid, like, flies five car lengths down. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like with this at first, because he's just like, no, like, no, not kids. And then they come out him with knives and shit. He's just like, all right, I'm about to fuck you up. <laughs> like... <laughs> and he does he is not, so disheartened that he's doing it but he's just like yeah. man stop i mean granted he's <laughs> he's 40 beats admitting batmaning them by this point you know like it's or thoring them <laughs> they're gonna be, some of those gonna be, children they're gonna be thor dead. tomorrow <laughs> no 
you know, they're going to be very <laughs> Thor tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, you know, God. he's leaving them alive. He's still just like hucking kids against dumpsters and shit. Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. And they force him to escape through the sewers, mm-hmm. which he's not which, happy about, which they just sit down in. He just sits down as like, all right, we live here now. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That's that's where you get but, David Harbour. That's yeah, where that's David where they Harbour end up going up. to David Harbour. Yeah. 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 But so like who that's, lets them in his vehicle smelling like the sewer. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But that's this, a friend. This is where you get, eventually get down to like the kid like has this grudge. He's like, I can't believe this perfect fucking specimen of a man <laughs> with like years of combat training ruined those fucking street urchins with knives. <laughs> but like, I've got a grudge. And so he just like goes to the warlord guy and it's just like, it's cut off like one of his fingers. He's like, when you let me pull the trigger, you can have the other one. And then you got me for life. I just want to fucking kill this guy. And he's just like, maybe you got a better idea. Why don't you just fucking go home? (laughs) (laughs) This guy's going to ruin you. But like somewhere along the way. He gives him almost like the hype man speech because he's just like, you think you're a badass, but there's always going to be a bigger badass. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like, that's the allegory of the story, which then morphs into like, oh, surprise, the the dude that he hit with the car, the bodyguard for the kid's dad is not dead. And, you know, this is where he like calls his family. It's just like, probably not going to see you tomorrow. Anyway, let me talk to the kid one last time. <laughs> and you know yeah. what to do when you don't hear from me in 12 hours. Um, right. But yeah, so your vegetables. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drink your fucking orange juice, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. But yeah. But the- like Thor's resigned to just like, I'm just going to turn this kid over. That's the only way this kid's going to live. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just take him guy, take him other guy, get right. him out of here, whatever. Yeah. So they kind of like form this pact where he's like, you know, look, I've got extraction coming, huh? Name of the movie. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be across this bridge. There's two uh, blockades in the way. I'm going to go create a distraction. So it's just like, which basically means like, I'm going to rocket launcher a couple of cop cars and then just murder a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> but, you know, like that's his version yeah. of a distraction. But yeah, because the point is like, the, like even his team is like, just leave the kid. Yeah, we'll get you out. Just leave the damn kid already. Yeah. And he refuses to do it, you know, and that's why he ends up killing David Harbour because, you know, he's <laughs> like, listen, man, I got it all worked out. <laughs> we each get, we will split 10 mil. Just yeah. I'll go kill the kid. Even just put a bullet in his brain. He'll never see it coming. It'll be yeah. great. We'll have all yeah. this money, bro. <laughs> Thor's yeah. like, nah, hell boy. It ain't happening. <laughs> yeah. What the hell, boy? <laughs> but yeah, but this leads to the final action sequence, which is basically, you know, him murdering everyone in the street from a sniper point <laughs> and then them firing a rocket up into his uh into where he is while the other mm-hmm. guys get away mm-hmm. but you also get to see uh the other like god now it, like i can't remember any of the names i watched this too long ago already but yep. um you know the other guy just starts murking everyone once they find once they realize it's him with the kid mm-hmm you know, and, and I love that he's like dressed kind of almost like an old lady where he's got like yeah. a shawl over him and then he just pulls it aside and he's got a machine gun and just starts wrecking face, all of them. His face is beaten to a pulp and a cop is like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> tell that, tell your kid to take his hat off. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I don't I don't even think you have to go that far. It's obviously this guy. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, that just leads to an extended sequence trying to get across a bridge, basically. Yeah. It's like, yeah, get across the bridge to freedom. and which, which, But they also throw in the sniper who's taken out, yeah, basically. The, the evil colonel, the guy who's like the, you know, working for the drug lord, essentially, and, you know, ordering the blockade of the city and everything is like, get me my rifle. And that's, he ends up shooting the bodyguard guy after his triumphant, like, you know, thing on the bridge. Like, Almost he had, made it. He has his platoon moment, like, I'm going to yeah. make it. No, and gets sniped. No, you're not. Um, mm-hmm. And the kid then has to like, oh shit, I got it. Yeah, like- he also almost takes out the chopper because he snipes the the mm-hmm. pilot. <laughs> yeah, which the pilot's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, co-pilot or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
He's like bugging out. Uh-uh. Yeah. But yeah, then like, you know, you, you have this extended sequence where you think he's about to get, you know, Thor, but like his operator lady is like gotten into the scene basically and like got a well he gets one shot he hits him like in the shoulder blades or something he hits him in the back and that's the shot that we see at the beginning of the movie that takes him down Mm -hmm. um and he's going for the kill shot and that's when the lady takes him out yeah she figures out where he is finally you're like oh it's gonna be a happy ending thor's gonna make it and then that fucking kid shows back up and Mm -hmm. shoots thor in the neck (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he's just like uh go on without me (laughs) run kid I just appreciate like how much time they take going back and forth, like where the kid wants to run out back out on the bridge, yeah. <laughs> like even while they're sniping where it's like, in reality, they would have already been on the chopper and gone yes. long ago, but because it's a movie. Yeah. You know? Well, you got to give Thor t- time to sit there and smile a little bit and nod like, you got it, kid, you know, and then yeah. I'm going to commit suicide. I'm going to fall off this bridge. <laughs> yep. Into the river. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. yep, and then it's just basically, obviously, the kid has gone back home, which I don't know why that kid thinks he's going to be okay. Um, and then yeah. it's intercut with... It's, none of the bad guys got any comeuppance at the end of this. Like, the one Not curl really. guy got shot in the head, but mm-hmm. the guy who threw a kid off the building is fine. His, his boss is fine. Well, the boss the, boss gets it. Like the Yeah, he, yeah, he does, but I'm just, I just mean, like, up until that point, like, none yeah. of the bad guys have been taken out at all. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, but, the lady yeah. shows back up and and murks that guy in the bathroom, which is kind of unsatisfying. It's just like, yeah, hmm. I mean, yeah, you needed to die, but he's definitely dead. Yeah, she oh, shot yes. him in the head once and then shot him again a couple times while he was on the ground in the head. So yeah, I appreciate that she just drags her dress right through the blood, just yeah. <laughs> just not even trying to hide it, just like blood everywhere. Well, she knows yeah. what a hymn's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was not saving that, I promise. <laughs> but anyway, the kid's back at school and he yeah. goes diving and he pops mm-hmm. out of the water and in the blurry background you see Chris Hemsworth. Maybe, yeah, probably. Well, they're writing a second Maybe. one right now, so, oh, okay. well, so if he's if he's dead, that one's not going to be very good unless they just throw Liam in there or something. <laughs> but it's just it's i don't know it's just disappointing that like like that they're like yeah let's make another to me where it's like because we just don't get enough one-off things like this yeah you know yeah this would have been fine as a as a one-off yeah i mean yeah unless they just go goofy die hard too with it and just you know it's like how does this shit happen to the same guy Mm -hmm. like he's gonna go rescue the kid again i mean i (laughs) would see if anything it's gonna be more like you know it'll be like the has fallen series. Like if just get progressively more like, I'm not actually going to do all the crazy shit anymore. I'm just going to like, eventually we'll get to like, you know, like in game Thor, just like crawling around. Just like, Oh fuck. <laughs> I want to go get him. Yeah. 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 But I love that his name is Tyler Rake. Tyler Rake. Yeah. Yeah. The kid's like, isn't that a gardening? Yeah. Tool? Like, like, yeah. I mean, you just hear it like it, like you got to hear the trailer. Action has a new name, Tyler Rake. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this one will be Extraction Two: The Return of Tyler Rake. Probably, yeah, yeah. Rake harder. Two men enter, one man leaves. Ah, <laughs> oh, god damn it! Oh, I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, fucking watch it, dude. Yes. 
Yeah, we would be we may be sounding like back as the world is beating us in the dick constantly, but you know, like um yeah, this I, this I, movie's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's yeah. it's a cool Yeah, movie. it is it's, it's much like John Wick. I mean, it's not as good as John Wick, but no. it's much like that and like it's like here's a delivery system for one dude just fucking owning everybody. Mm-hmm. Painfully, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm, yes. I, I'm still here for this. Sign me up every time you want to make one of these. As long as you make them competently, I'm. Yeah, I'm on I mean, board. He, he he jams a guy's head into a rake to kill him. He he makes him watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he snaps one guy's neck and then swings his dead body around so the legs hit another guy to break that guy's neck. So yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He killed a man with a rake. Why hasn't like John Wick killed someone with a candle yet? Come on, <laughs> get with the fucking times here, John. <laughs> Yeah, he'll garrot that guy later. <laughs> yeah. With a wick. Yeah. With a candle wick. <laughs> Just has a candle and pulls out the yeah. wick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Man, he should do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to write John Wick and, and tell him to do that. Yes. Why Hi, John Wick. I... My name is Chuck. I'm four years old. <laughs> I think it would be great if you killed someone with a candle. Yeah. But yeah, you, you should. I mean, come on. You've got fucking Netflix. Watch this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird because like for the first fifteen minutes you're kind of like wait what is this like why is this a thing this just mm-hmm. seems like it's sad Chris Hemsworth and it it gives you no hint of what batshit craziness is about to go down yeah and then uh, it's like hey here's maybe five minutes of downtime mm-hmm. otherwise this is basically a chase scene through the entire freaking movie yeah he's gonna have a friendly chat with David Harbor and then that's gonna go horribly wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and maybe talk with a kid and try and have like a theme or something yeah but i do I, I do like the scene where harbor takes like his pills and he's like hey what are these <laughs> two don't mind if i do mm-hmm. <laughs> cluck, cluck, cluck. yeah yeah it's it's i it's hard to say it's a good time it's an it's an entertaining action one of these yeah like if you i wouldn't you, say like oh i had a lot of fun it's like oh dude's got wrecked <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's basically like, all right, I've watched The Raid enough times. Okay. Yeah. I've watched John Wick enough times. Like, you know, like that's, if you like that shit, yeah, you're yeah. you're probably going to like it. But, you know, if you're like overdosing on Scott Adkins movies, you might be like, ah, well, you know, I don't know. It's okay, I guess. You know, like, oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> if you are, please let us know what is the good Scott Adkins movie, please. I still don't know. Ninja 2, Shadow of a Tear. Is it? Yes. Okay. I believe it's Ninja 2. I think that's the name of it. I know it's Shadow of a Tear, which I was like, really? And they're like, no, trust me. So, Well, okay. I, I would give it the recommendation of, I hate to say it, but like a lot of what I've been consuming, I've either been working, <laughs> you know, laptop nearby so that I can figure, you know, see what's going on or mm-hmm. doing something on my phone. I've, I've been mm-hmm. multitasking more with consuming things than I usually do. Generally, 90% paying attention to the TV, but this was like, you know, at first I was like, yeah, okay, sad you know mercenary movie you know that kind of thing i don't know what this tone is and and then when it, it started the first action movie it was like no no phone down like <laughs> you you have yeah. my attention no yep yeah yep so, so yeah watch that yeah definitely definitely <laughs> so should we talk about some other stuff sure. we should uh i watched a movie that was not right. extraction what was i watched it? book smart which is on Hulu, which Book was like the two dor- film. yeah two dorky girls realize that they've wasted their entire high school. So the night before graduation, decide to party out 
And I just, I like that twist on it, honestly. Yeah. Like where it's like these people are like, I spent all my waking moments studying so I could get into Yale. And then the girl who didn't do anything got into Yale, you know? <laughs> right. Like, like it's a nice, it's a nice turn on that. But It is. Um, it, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a good modern twist on, on one of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, that is just a ridiculously well cast movie. You know, is is the only thing I can I can really say. I mean, like basically every character in that is memorable and has a purpose and, you know, gets moments to shine. And I kinda want like a whole spin off movie with Gigi, the girl that they keep running into at every party, even though they can't <laughs> figure it out how she right. got there. Yeah. Like she's fantastic and um Man, like even like the pizza guy that they run into where they tried to hijack his car and he's like, you don't know what you're doing. Like you need to understand how like you could get killed, you two. And like he's like very, it's almost scolding them. Right. And then what ultimately happens with him by the end of the movie <laughs> is like, there's just like so many, like it feels like everybody that shows up, even if they show up for a couple minutes, it's a damn memorable couple minutes. And it's just like thing after thing after thing. And it was just like, yeah. And I really, really liked it. And of course found out Dan, the automator did the soundtrack. So of course, like it's basically all on point the entire fucking movie. Cause that guy has made some of my favorite albums. So it makes sense that <laughs> he would move into movies eventually. But, um, yeah, I also, I want to see like Beanie Feldstein and everything now. Cause she's <laughs> so good in this movie and you know, she was good in, in what we do in the shadows, but it was like, this is kind of like, all right. Yeah awesome so it was almost disappointing to me to find out that she's jonah hill's sister because it's like oh come on like be awesome on your own merits damn it like you don't have to have a fucking relative who's famous already because it feels like that's always what happens was because i i feel like when this movie came out people were like whoever this girl is is just doing a jonah hill impression (laughs) like actual film critics were saying this and people Mm -hmm. were like that's his sister idiot yeah you know so it's like, oh, well, she did it then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but she's great. Like, and, and I appreciate like that they also, even the, you know, even the smart dorky kids swear like fucking sailors because that's basically how I recall high school being at least. Because it's just like, yeah, like <laughs> that's just how everyone talked. There wasn't, you know, it was like you had to be one of the super religious people if you weren't swearing all the time. So yeah, it's it's nice not to have that filter on it either. So yeah yeah and i mean they actually they pay off the whole like one of them being a lesbian not just being like a you know you know lip service to it basically they make it how (laughs) how difficult it would be to date as a lesbian in especially high school Uh (laughs) you know but uh yeah i i just i really really like that movie a lot definitely recommended yeah and it's funny hate jason sudeikis in it oh he hates jason's i don't i i'm fine with him it's Harlow who hates him. Or is it you? I, no, it's me. It's definitely me. Oh, it's you. Okay. Yeah. I, I I always find him disconcerting. I feel like he doesn't want to be in anything he's in. That's usually it. But I mean, like the same thing well, is like... I, his I wife can't, directed it, so... Yeah. yeah. I, I can't completely hate him because I will laugh until the end of time, him jumping into the what's up yes. with that thing. I mean, <laughs> that is never not funny to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I watched some things. Um, I guess I'll, mm-hmm. I, I watched a movie. I watched a documentary. I don't usually watch documentaries, but this was a this was a big one. Like this one, I think actually got theatrical release. Uh, it 
popped up on specials digital and I was like, I'll buy that for $5 or whatever it was. And that's a uh, Apollo 11, the, that documentary one they made, like they found some kind of crazy treasure trove of like 65 millimeter film from like the whole fucking Apollo takeoff. Oh, right, 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 yeah. And they like clean it all up and, you know, color corrected it and did all the stuff to like make it 4k and yeah. Um, like I, I think if it wasn't last episode, it was the episode before where I basically said space shit of that era is like my emotional jam. Like I just, mm-hmm. I get yeah. heavily invested in this. It's so weird because I, I know a lot of what I've pointed to are uh, being great or like fictionalized things like right stuff. And I really liked um, the first man, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like these, these movies a lot. Um, totally this one was just weird to me like i know we're watching real footage and that's that part is fascinating but i did not particularly like how this was put together like as a whole it's just it's mostly like it's 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 a, it's a documentary that's like they will do some on-screen text to kind of explain things but it's not going to be one of those like we're going to interview people now or anything like that it's just like this is all just footage you know and you know so you're watching for however long the movie is like just straight raw footage with you know the they're audio. just letting it all speak for itself yeah, kind of yeah mm-hmm. i mean like i said you know they're they're trying to like if you don't know what's going on this is this is this part and this is this and this is what they were trying to do and you know some informational stuff will pop up on screen but it's like it is all in the moment stuff but i think the weirdest thing to me and and again i i Maybe it's just because I'm becoming conscious of paying attention to scores for some reason because we've been talking about them here lately. Like this one just didn't work for me. They they make a point somewhere I think in the end credits of saying the score was composed entirely like it's all synthetic type stuff. But they're like everything that was used in this. The instruments were available in 1969. Like when they did the moon landing, it's like you know while it's okay. synthesiz- synthesizers and things like that, it's like it's old moogs and things like that of the era that they composed it on. But it's like this all this like down tempo you know almost like um uh fucking synth wave type of thing not synth wave because it's not like that 80s you know kind of driving thing but it's just Mm -hmm. like this you know like the airy kind of like just sort of downtrodden mood music thing with it and i'm like we're watching something fucking spectacular here and it's just like this music is literally bumming me out and like bringing (laughs) this down like it's just it's strange it's a strange choice yeah, when like first man was bumming you out, at least the the music was majestic. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, they're spinning out of control. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I just like this is just it's just weird how kind of dry it it, it ends up the presentation being despite what you're watching. Like I the few the footage is beautiful. Obviously, like I said, like seeing it all is great, and and you do. Yeah, I know like a lot of the the like capsule uh, audio has been released over the years, isn't in his public domain. Like you can listen to like just about everything that was said from the moment they took off, you know, that's, that's like not classified and listen to this, but like, I never really like spent the time to like listen to all those old recordings most of the time. Cause it was just like, at the time they were like, yeah, we put it to vinyl. It, you know, it sounds as shitty as 1960s radio sounded in live now committed to vinyl, you know? So it's just like, it's like, okay, what was that? I, <laughs> you know, it wasn't you know, like, at least this went through and like tried to do its best. Like eventually I was just like, fucking, I turned on subtitles cause occasionally I was still struggling for what they were saying. And sometimes it would do four subtitles when it was particularly bad. And it would just say like, I don't know what he said here. Like, not, you know, like this was lost. Um, but I was 
what I was getting to is I was always curious, knowing what I know about Buzz Aldrin, I always assumed he was like the jokester of the mission. But mm-hmm. no, it was, it was it was Michael Collins. Like, dude in the capsule was like the every chance he got was just like would say a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think I think Buzz is like one of those like he's fu- he's a funny dude, but like I think he's like a sniper funny. You know, he just waits for like oh. this will be a perfect thing to say. You know, for that moment. And, you know, the other dude was just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna carpet bomb. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing my job and stuff, but like whenever there's like a things are all checked off, you know, that's when I'll be like, eh, thing over there, yeah, see. <laughs> like, well, didn't First Man, like, hate Buzz Aldrin? Like, they just portrayed him like he would just jump in at the most inappropriate time and say the dumbest thing, and everyone would be like, yes, Buzz, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, I, yeah. I think I remember that from, from First Man, of them kind of shitting on Buzz Aldrin. I mean, I've heard some things that he said that are fucking hilarious. Like, apparently, some rookie reporter was going to, like, interview him. I think they told the story on Top Gear when they were talking about the... Maybe it was, I don't know. <laughs> I've watched so much weird shit, but it was not Top Gear, but the other thing, the <laughs> fucking Amazon version, Grand Tour. Um, uh-huh. But like when they were doing their astronaut thing, they might have talked about this, but they were saying that like one time he was interviewed and it was like this guy's like junior reporter was going to get to like interview Buzz Aldrin, you know, like on TV, on camera. And he like comes to sit down, like a oh, nice to meet you and everything. And like, you know, they're like counting down like 10, nine, you know, counting in, not for the liftoff, but for the interview. <laughs> and like right at the last, like five seconds in before the guy could do anything, he just leans over. He's like, hey, don't ask me anything about like the moon landing and shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like action. <laughs> just the fuck with the guy. Like, <laughs> Like, what the fuck else are you going to ask him about? <laughs> so, what's your favorite vegetable? <laughs> yeah. Like, five seconds before the surgery starts, you just... That, that, was, that was... I'm saying, that's the kind of funny Buzz Aldrin is. It's like <laughs> doing shit like that. All right. Yeah. He sounds all right, then. Yeah. And punching people, are like, <laughs> getting his face about conspiracy stuff. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Yeah. But anyway, like <laughs> I said, take take a chance. I mean, it's it's kind of dry, but it's still it's still... A thing I value having watched just because of the presentation of the footage and stuff. I just mm-hmm. wish it was in a more compelling package. Uh, speaking so, of speaking compelling, of documentaries, pa- compelling packages. Am I right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that, oh, Michael yeah. Jordan. Uh, compelling packages. <laughs> yeah. So I decided to watch uh, Last Dance after you were talking about it, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize how long it was going to be. Like I, I thought, I actually thought this last Sunday was the end. Like I was like, uh, nope. I, I don't know why I had in my head. It was six episodes. And I was like, oh, that's nope. kind of weird. Like done with this in three weeks, but all right. You know, uh, no, that's, <laughs> that's a halfway point. So that's some, yeah. Yeah. They're on episode six now out, out of, of out 10 of or 10, 10. Okay. Yeah. I thought well, now I was thinking it was 12. I don't know. Nope. I'm clueless. Uh, yeah, but yeah, 10. no, I, I pretty much watched them all in two sittings. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I waited until they were, I mean, I think I watched the first like ones in one sitting, and then like when the last week's released, I was like, sat and watched those mm-hmm. both back to back. Yeah, so, I realized one of them I had watched uh, TV fourteen instead of the TV MA version. So yeah, I was very mad at all the bleeping. I'm like, wait, I don't remember bleeping, and yeah, there was a reason for that. Yeah, there, there's one bleep, but that's just from the original, like the only original source. I think like there's one where it's just it throws you off a little bit, but you realize it's just yeah. they just found some other opposing team locker room mm-hmm. footage from something, you know, and it was just it was pretty bleeped <laughs> like someone yeah. saved it that way or whatever. So they couldn't figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. The, the two newest ones, they cover the dream team stuff from 92 and how like basically that made, you know, <laughs> made the NBA blow up across the entire world way bigger than it was. And then of course they follow that with, Hey, it really sucks to be Michael Jordan, which they do a good job of selling how much it would suck to be Michael Jordan. Cause you know, he basically can't leave his hotel room ever. I mean, like the second he walks out, yeah. he's mobbed by people. 
I mean, you know, almost every person of that level of fame, like worldwide fame, kind of says the same thing. Like, I mean, the yeah. the fucking, I mean, I, you know, it's an it's an ongoing problem of the paparazzi. You know, I mean, it's forever mm-hmm. and always will be a problem. It's just like, well, know, it's not even them. It's just oh, the fans sure, that want yeah. autographs and shit. Like, yeah, they they just they do a good job of putting you in his shoes for that because it's just like they they go to see him in the hotel room and he's just laying on the couch and he's like. Yeah, had some peace before you guys got here, <laughs> and now it's gone. <laughs> like he's it's like it's weird because like, like they that was footage from like that's that's the weird thing about this is like so they have some you know they have lots of old footage, but then like most mm-hmm. of this is like you know the final season that they were going to be together. Basically, they were like, yeah. we're going to hire this documentary crew, and that's what the bulk of this comes from. Is like, you know, mm-hmm. they were given unprecedented access to like follow them around. But like, what's so weird is a lot of the I can't fucking do a thing footage is from the first three Pete era, like around yeah. the Dream Team era. Yeah. And, the early just, 90s. and that's that's just like, that's when it was like, that's beginning, you know, that Air Jordan started and like all the things. And it was like, you know, just fucking everywhere, you know, the, the Gatorade commercials and McDonald's commercials and everything. He was just, mm-hmm. you know, ubiquitous. And, you know, that's when he was like really truly getting mobbed which is really weird because then you have that footage of them like going like, Oh, I had some peace and quiet. It's like you invited them into this, yeah. the second go round. Like you, you know, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, like it's a little, it's a little weird. And like, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, you know, every, yeah, every documentary thing about a super, super famous person has to deal with like the fact that they can't basically, you know, they become prisoners basically because like you have to go to like really super remote places mm. that with exclusivity yeah. or whatever, or just leave the household made up <laughs> like with a, yeah. you know, like Michael Jackson used to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like I, it, they give you a good understanding of why he retired in 93 the first time. Mm-hmm. Cause it was very much like, you know, I remember thinking like, why the hell would he do that? You know, like you're, <laughs> well, yeah, you're the best. You're still young. Like, I mean, why they, would you, they, they kind of dance around the whole like conspiracy theory thing. They, they sort of touch on it, but I, I'm, I'm almost wondering if like, it's going to come back up in a later episode because the gambling stuff, Yeah, like the, there's, yeah. there was that longstanding rumor and they kind of like, they do sort of cover that. Cause they're like, Hey, you know, he left like, you know, in the middle of like a playoffs game to go down to like Atlantic city while they were playing the Knicks in like the playoffs. And like, everyone was like, what are you doing? Like you have a game like mm-hmm. the next night, blah, blah, blah. And it's really important. And what are you doing? And, you know, and so like, <laughs> There was that they kind of cover like the whole gambling thing, but then they're just kind of like, yeah, that happened. And, you know, he definitely wasn't betting on games. So you don't have to worry about the Pete Rose situation, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, I mean, they make it pretty clear, like. All he cares about is winning. Right. So like there is no like I believe he would never bet on one of his own games unless it was to win it. True. <laughs> you know, which is, you know, the reason you worry about Pete Rose, because it's like, oh, because he threw games, even though he claims, no, I only ever bet on myself. But, you know, like Jordan was just so pathological that he didn't have friends because <laughs> he only cared about one thing ever. And, you yeah, know, I they mean, show him like even when he's got like the I was going to say with the security guards and they're yeah, playing the security the guards toss. doing like that quarter game where it's like who can toss the quarter closest to the wall. And even him, he's just, he's just like, nah, we're going again. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, it's dude. like, you know, double or nothing. You get three tosses. I'll take one <laughs> or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just like giving himself impossible odds, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah but I mean, it's just, he's, he's very clear. He's one of those people who has to make everything a competition. Yeah. So, you know, but I mean, like I said, it's, it's just weird to me that if it's, if it's 
supposedly is going to go as in depth as it is. I mean, I feel like I feel like it needs to cover the idea at least of like I said, I feel like it danced around it. Like if there was the book, you know, that came out or mm-hmm. whatever, but then, you know, the negative things. And then the other guy wrote the book of like, Hey, I was out fucking gambling with Michael Jordan on the golf course, $50,000 mm-hmm. check. Woo-be-doo. And yeah. You know, and then like I said, the going theory was that like, you know, him retiring was basically the NBA kicking him out, but like with supposed dignity or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but, or like a year long suspension. And it was just like, I'm going to go play baseball. <laughs> I also don't believe that because it doesn't make money sense for them. No, absolutely not. I, I mean, yeah, I'll believe it either, but I feel like I said, I'm not, it's, it's sort of like, like I don't actually believe the moon landing conspiracy things that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm saying they make interesting enough lo- logical sense to at least have the conversation. Unlike yeah. most of the other things that are just ludicrous. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of like, man, awfully convenient timing and everything, <laughs> you know, given the, deadline you know the moon landing sort of like at least say this was a long-standing rumor here is david stern or Dan, yeah david stern daniel stern's actor mm-hmm. david stern saying like stern. no absolutely not <laughs> it's not gambling like you know i know they had the one clip of him like you know we we've taken a look and he's definitely not betting on his games or anything like that so no no harm no foul you know mm-hmm. yeah so i mean like i said it just it feels like it's like it's a well-known enough rumor to like at least address it <laughs> it's like uh, an maybe that's rumor. next episode yeah, that's what i mean because they basically they ended that one where they had just won the '93 championship. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure we have to. We're going to get a section where it's like he's off playing golf and baseball and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, it's 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 really good. Like I, it's I I I won't lie. Like I, you know, I I basically bit my tongue because I don't care enough now to even have the conversation. But like I did really like the Bulls at that era. You know, like mm-hmm. it. WGN going nationwide was one of the smartest things that could have ever happened because it yeah. made it turned Chicago into a place you dream about like New York is like just seeing like, oh, the like the, the institutional nature of watching the Cubs or like getting to watch the mm-hmm. Bulls and like, oh, wow, this like there's city pride here like New York has. And, you know, at the time, you're kind of like, hey, maybe fuck you, you, New York, if that's the way you want to be. Like, maybe Chicago's the cool place now. <laughs> you yeah. know, because, like, you go up to New York and they're like, hey, fuck you, buddy, get out of here. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll go I'll go to Chicago. So, like, it, it kind of <laughs> became like a, hey, man, yeah, maybe Chicago's cool. Like, maybe that's a place I should go live sometime. And then you're like, no, it gets to be, like, negative 30 and your car can literally freeze in place <laughs> in the winter. So I don't know about that. But, yep. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, I, I was raised in that era. It was like, oh, yeah, go home and watch, you know, Harry Carey and the Cubs on WGN in the afternoon and, you know, America and shit. And so, yeah, that just turned into like, oh, fuck, yeah, the Bulls are cool. And yeah. never, never yep. turned from turn, turn for the, the, the for the Bears for me. I never gave a shit about them. <laughs> so, never it's for the best. Never translated to football. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. But anyway, yeah, like I said, I mean, for someone like me, I, I can barely give a shit about sports these days. I still think it's it's worth a watch. It's, it's fairly interesting just as a, as a quasi story. I mean, it's, it's weird. Cause I don't know that it would be a good documentary. Like if you didn't have some familiarity with it, like, I, I feel like it's too all over the place for It's kind of like a refresher mm. course documentary instead of like a, I, I'm coming at this cold. I, I don't know because I do have intimate knowledge of that time period. Of, of yeah. What was going it on felt weird to me, like seeing footage of those games again and mm. remembering having watched them live and knowing like where I was during specific games that they highlight. Yep. You know, yeah, that's I, a very odd feeling. I still say, I think it was one of the playoff games where he, he does the, like, I'm going in for a dunk. It's like one of the first times he ever did, like, I'm going in for the dunk and then, like, the all the way around layup and get fouled, I think, thing. Yeah, during the Lakers game. Yeah. 
Like I, I remember like specifically because that was a, I think played in LA, like it was like yes. on really, really late. And I was mm-hmm. told you have to go to bed. You can't watch this. And I was listening on a fucking like transistor radio to it still <laughs> anyway, when I wasn't supposed to be. And that moment happened. And I remember like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm turning on the TV to watch the highlight. I have to see because like everyone just fucking going nuts in the arena. Like, mm-hmm. like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I should watch this thing because I have zero basketball knowledge outside of like the 85 Atlanta Hawks. So, okay. Wow. You big Dominique Wilkins fan? Yeah, him and Spud Webb, you know. (laughs) Yep. Do you you not know the move I'm talking about? I mean, like, I feel like so many Michael Jordan things have been played to death forever. I mean, maybe I've seen it, but like, it doesn't, there's, it, it's not stuck in my head. I mean, to me, there's like, there's four or five like highlight moments of Michael Jordan where it's like, I feel like everyone's probably seen it. It's like, you've got the slam dunk, like, you know, the Air Jordan pose slam dunk mm-hmm. thing, you know, you've got. I think the, I think the only thing I could point to would be the game where he was like dying of the flu. That was late 90s. They yeah. still haven't okay. gotten to that one yet. Okay. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the only thing I could point to where I'm like, I, I remember this happening. Well, and I can't remember if that was 97 or 98. I think it was 98, actually. I think so. That'll probably be in like the last episode. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're kind of sort yeah. of going chronologically through that period, but then jumping around from time. Like they have a like little timeline slider whenever they decide to mm-hmm. jump around as like a visual. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, like the 92 season, they're basically like, it's one montage where like, yeah, the Bulls were fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they beat the Trailblazers. And Jordan didn't like Clyde Drexler because he hated being compared to him. So he made it a point to absolutely destroy him yeah i think he didn't get and then like they're like all right yeah game. dream team what's that <laughs> like didn't, didn't he only get like like let drexler score like two points one game or something I, I some dumb so. shit or something yeah like that. i mean so they, they gloss said. over so much of it yeah. but yeah but i mean he like, just he, i feel like he made the, it a point to embarrass him they're jordan dunk the like was it the Cavs celebration thing like when the he gets yeah the, like, yeah and he just that does that jump up like i feel like you know that's like the, mm-hmm. the, the yeah it's yeah. a whatever it's just like i said there to me there's like a couple of things i feel like even with like You'll probably recognize them, Chuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. like when they have to be like, oh, yeah, I remember. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'm just saying, like, as of right now, they hold no place in my brain. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. And then, the you know, the, the shrug after hitting, like, his 12th three-pointer in a row or something like that when he just shrugged at Magic yeah. Johnson on the bench or whatever. Or commentating, I think, actually. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, Chuck, you watch anything? I did. I watched. Uh, I rewatched a movie. Yeah, uh, I went and rewatched uh, "Bullet to the Head." Oh, oh, Stallone. Okay, yeah. What what um, prompted that? I realized at the time when it came out, I was familiar with Stallone and no one else in that cast. Mm-hmm. But like, he's partners with Han from the Fast and Furious movies, and the bad guy is Jason Momoa. So I was like, I should rewatch this now that I know who these people are. Mm-hmm. It's still not a good movie. Oh. <laughs> I kind of liking that one. It's it feels like it was fucked with in post. Like they added a bunch of swooshy bullshit, um, just a bunch of dumb editing bullshit that didn't need to be there. Although I will say the the Stallone Jason Momoa axe fight at the end is pretty fucking dope. <laughs> the way Jason Momoa has so much confidence in that movie, he's just he's just wrecking the shit out of everybody in that movie. Like with zero consequence, like he just, Mm -hmm. he just figures like he will just do whatever and he will just murder anyone who comes in his way. And it's, it's weird seeing him that confident so early 
you know, like if this if this came after like Aquaman, you'd be like, oh yeah, sure, Jason Momoa is awesome. But like mm-hmm. you look at it earlier, and it's like usually actors don't have that level of confidence that early to where they're just like the biggest baddest motherfucker in the movie, and he's playing it that way, and he's not wrong. <laughs> he's, had, had he not been on Game of Thrones by that point, he'd already been on Game of Thrones at that point. Yeah, 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 because he was in the first season. So yeah, right. yeah it was a couple of years earlier. I yeah, was just trying to still, remember, like, but like he's know. clean shaven in this, and you know. That's got to be weird looking. It was, but he's got weird eyebrows. He's got weird, like, pointy eyebrows that he's shaved, like, a pattern into. So, <laughs> just weird Jason Momoa shit. <laughs> All right. Well, while we're talking um, about revisiting action movies, unless you have more, I just... just no, I just... I, it's... I, I was really hoping, like, this time around, I was... I, I just... I don't know. 70-year-old Stallone just jacked on human growth hormone and looking ridiculous and, like, he can't move his head. It's just like... Dude, just age gracefully. Just, I mean, you know, you could still be this guy. Movies are magic. You don't have to actually be like a four hundred pound muscle head to 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 pull this off. You're you're you use guns for God's sake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're an assassin. I don't understand why you're doing this to yourself. But uh, yeah, it's it's just it's just it's such a late game buddy cop thing where it's just like, hey, you're Asian, huh? You drive bad, uh, you know, and it's just like, really. Like, that's what we're doing in the year of our Lord 2013 or whatever the hell this came out. Mm-hmm. Like, Asians, huh? What's that like? You know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, eat shit, whoever wrote that. <laughs> so, anyway. It was supposed to be Thomas Jane, which is a really weird pairing. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and Thomas Jane, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I decided to revisit uh, Con Air. <laughs> Oh, it wow. Really, it had been a really long time since I watched Con Air. Mm-hmm. Um, What'd you think? Con Air has always been a weird movie to me. Like, on in some regards, that is like the Banffcastiest Banffcast movie of all time. Like, except that, except for the fact that I think it's like maybe a little too self-aware. That, that maybe it's only sin. But... Like I, I don't know. That's such a weird, uneven movie, and I, I still can't say I completely like or dislike that movie. Um, like there, are, there are things about it that I think are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But, I like the idea of it, but I, yeah. I hate the filmmaking of it. Yep i I've tried so many times because, like you said, that should be that just falls in that Nicolas Cage action movie. It's right in the middle where it's like, oh man. I should really like that. And mm. I really don't <laughs> because the editing is so dumb in it. It's just like random images. Just yeah. When they crashed style. near the end, it was something like, God, I want to say I counted one time and it was like 25 cuts in like 32 seconds, something crazy like that, where it's just like, how am I supposed to comprehend anything that's happening right now? Yeah. Yeah. But what the way they deal with John Malkovich at the end is hilarious. Like, like how many different ways like you know we've always said like we're really big fans of like the bad guy getting it really bad well Mm -hmm. they have this like rube goldberg thing where it's just like he keeps getting it bad like over and Mm -hmm. over again it's it's just kind of hilarious like how many different things happen you know before it's finally over over and it's like all right i really 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 appreciate that part of it yeah yeah yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I do think it's weird how they treat Steve Buscemi not just getting away at the end. Like it's this 
cute moment. It's like, no, that dude's a child murderer, and he's t- he's walking off with a child at the end. <laughs> no, well, no, he's just in Vegas. Like he he he, he spares the little girl that. He gets the Barbie that's doll. From, okay, that, yeah, that's right. But you, they do have a shot of her like waving goodbye as he's like hop back on the plane or whatever. But yeah, so she, he didn't murder her, and then he's just in Vegas at the end. Like, okay, you're right. Yeah, but he does get away. But it's just like, mm-hmm. haha, yeah. The casino. That's just that's just so weird because you like it's like oh I like Steve Buscemi that good, but I'm like I don't like this character. The, no, this guy should not survive. This this guy should get it bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I I kind of forgot some of the people that were in it. Like I totally forgot that like Danny Trejo and Dave Chappelle were in it and stuff like that. Like <laughs> it's things like that. I was just like oh shit, and yeah, Rachel Ticotin. <laughs> oh, Rachel Ticotin. <laughs> Totally forgot she was in it too. <laughs> she plays the lady. She does play the lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, but, I think that movie has an uphill battle because of its premise, which, like, I'm a troop and I protected my wife. No, you must go to jail because you are a troop and you should know better. It's like, fuck you, judge. What the fuck is this shit? Well, it was, mm-hmm. wasn't that movie from like 98? Yeah. 97. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we hadn't, we hadn't switched gears on the troops yet. So, you know, it was yeah, still, no, we had, it was still yeah, okay really. for like, hey, you know, we turned you into killer, but don't kill. <laughs> yeah. Like they were literally about to rape and murder my wife, Judge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you should know better. <laughs> Troop. <laughs> still, though, his hair in that movie is amazing. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I I, I still have an equally like, I, I don't know. I don't know about that movie. Like, I, I want to like it more <laughs> than I do, but I still don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a tough one. It uh, should work. It should. Yeah, work. it really should. And there's plenty of people who listen to this or think we're idiots for not thinking it does. You yeah, know? but yeah, I whatever. Mean, I, there, there's things that like I I feel like people like more than I do. And it's like this and like the National Treasure movies. I'm like, I'll revisit them every once in a while and then just go like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> right, like they're not really good. <laughs> like. They're not even like good, bad fun. Like The Rock, I mean, yeah, The Rock's still great, you know. Yeah, goddamn but, right it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it's I, not, it's, I think Con Air like kind of falls into that. Like, it's the most '90s action movie out of all of them. Yeah. Like to me, it's like when I think of '90s action movie, and like, unfortunately, all the bad stuff that gets lumped in there with it. Con Air is the movie that I immediately go, yeah, that one. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, or Air Force One because like. I 97 man man I love yeah. I love that movie and then it still has just one of the worst things ever <laughs> like the, oh it's the worst it's the so CG bad thing at the end it's just like <laughs> I like I am so on board with that movie otherwise like it is such a dumb premise and I realize that but like you give me Harrison Ford fighting Gary Oldman doing accent of kind I don't know you know, like, <laughs> you know doing the Peter Storm air like I am from place <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, and like, there's honestly, there's a part of me that thinks those are so popular, like that specific era, because of DVDs. They were the first DVDs <laughs> yeah. people got that Absolutely. were action movies. 100%. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of like, I mean, unfortunately, it's the same thing with like VHS days. Like, people love Goonies, I fully believe, because it's one of the first things they taped and watched a billion times on VHS, and they think it, they still like it, and they're wrong. <laughs> for the most part they're wrong they can still like it they just can't think it's like the best movie of that era yes yeah 
mean, I mean, you can go to that same summer and go, uh, no, Back to the Future came out that summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not in the Goonies' bad camp. I'm just saying Goonies is one of those, it's like, it was never as good as you've made it out to be. Like, yeah. I think it was something we talked about when we did um, The Rock and we did Armageddon, for me, anyways, during that time, that was like, okay, what's this year's Jerry Bruckheimer? kick-ass action movie going to be because mm-hmm. there was one every year yeah we yeah. got one every year and it was going to be awesome con air was a bit of a letdown but you still were like okay they'll rebound they'll do something crazy after that gone in 60 seconds is fucking nuts you know you'll get something did he and do enemy can... of the state also yes okay yeah yeah it was it was just that that string of just like oh man this is one of those i love those mm-hmm. and it's just like oh this has a cast of a million people in it i love people you know <laughs> and it's just it was just every summer you could be, or you know, you would just get these trailers and be like, "Oh, that's the shit. We're gonna go see that," you know. And then for some reason that stopped because I guess Bruckheimer just produced CSI for the rest of his life or whatever. But there was that period of time where you just like, man, like The Rock, you know, through like early two thousands, where it's just like, man, movies are good. They're dumb. They're real dumb, but they're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kinda. Yeah, I just had to revisit it. I was like, I, I remember it mostly, mostly. Yeah. Oh, and I watched Major League. I, I accomplished that. Oh, task. you found it? Yeah, I, ta- oh, I, right. I accomplished that task. Yes. Was it worth it? Uh, yeah, still worth it. I still like that okay. movie. I, I, Major League's. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get the whole backstory about Major League for me. <laughs> like, it's, it's it's a weird thing. Like I, you know, I I have said I, I don't give a shit about sports now and much less so and much longer ago. So baseball, but there is just something about major league. Like it's, it's like a bridging movie for me. It's, it's like, it's a, it's, it's like a, it's like a thing that parents like my dad liked and I liked and It was like, you know, Mm -hmm. we can kind of bond over this. It was like the sister act thing for BJ. You know, it's just like, Hey, common ground. Like, you know, we generally do not like the same things at all, but Hey, we both like this. You know, mm-hmm. so, but yeah, yeah. I like Major League, it's still funny, still all right, still all right. I'm I got very, thrown very out of Major League. You got thrown out of the Major League, or seeing the movie Major League. Seeing the movie, I snuck into it. Oh, and uh, ushers came in and was like, uh, "Excuse me, child, can we see your ticket?" <laughs> and I'd bought a ticket for you know, I don't know, fucking the Barney movie or some shit. <laughs> Well, there's your mistake. You gotta gotta pivot. You gotta gotta stay yeah. a little closer to the source. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I remember when we, when my friends and I went to see Basic Instinct. We bought uh, tickets for Memoirs of an Invisible Man. <laughs> nice. Still have never seen Memoirs of an Invisible Man. It's not bad. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, it isn't bad. I have seen Basic Instinct. As have that, I. Yeah. That's not great. Hmm. Especially now. You watch that movie now. It is so obnoxiously loud oh really like there's just lots of just the movies just yelling at you all the time and it's just Mm. like this is every episode of a television show i mean except with you know vagina but i mean (laughs) you gotta watch the right television shows yeah i just man remember when the world lost its mind because maybe you could see sharon stone for half a second there was no maybe yeah it was there what yeah, I know that, but there were yeah. there are people who are like, I didn't, I gotta go back, I didn't see it. <laughs> um, how? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know where to look. <laughs> I seriously. 
people you know can't find yeah. it so i, mean, I don't know how it works look, man the internet didn't exist man a lot of this was hearsay <laughs> like, i was looking at her eyes man yeah. i thought, I I thought the vagina was just below the boobs <laughs> like, that's why people are staring at boobs they're just open to see vagina too just you, you just lift the a boob <laughs> near the vagina it's in the Ew. fold ah. <laughs> Yeah. Your knowledge of anatomy is suspect, sir. <laughs> I'm pretending to be a child of the 80s. <laughs> like with anatomy being hearsay. Mm, there's a vagina there. Yeah. 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 Just anyway. below the boob. Yeah. So, yeah, you snuck into Major League. So, mm-hmm. have you ever seen Major League, Chuck? Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, as soon as I came on HBO, I was like, fuck you, movie theater. I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have it at the home box office. That's right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Speaking of home box office. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Hobo. Uh, Westworld season three is over. Huh. Don't watch Westworld anymore. Just That's don't. what I said after season two. So you, like, you made the right choice. Like how, how strongly are you suggesting this? Because I've only seen the first season. Am I just, should I stop? Am I done? Like, just don't even. Oh, there's some good <sighs> stuff in season two, though. Yeah, there's one episode near the end of season two that you need to see. But I would say, like, honestly, you finish season two, you can just, like, go, yeah, it's it's a shame they cancel it before they figured out where that story was going. Mm-hmm. And just keep that in your mind. Because season three, I think there's one scene that's actually in the park. The rest of it's out in the real world. Boo. And, and there is a whole character arc that is literally made into a waste of time in a post credit scene after the final episode of the season credits roll they're like all right stinger check this out and then it's like okay so literally all the time you spent with that character is pointless now thanks awesome that's terrific that feels like the entirety of westworld to me is that they would set these things up and then be like nope that person's a robot and you're like oh well i mean the show is so focused on twists that it's like but they don't just like have it happen in an episode it's like it has to be stretched out over the entire season until it happens right and it's like by then we've all figured it out we're all like oh well yeah it's, it's gonna be this right mm-hmm. you know so it's 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 yeah it's just it's it's a frustratingly expensive beautiful looking show that just doesn't know what the fuck it's doing and yeah, yeah it's that's a bummer because <laughs> I want it to be a good show and it just refuses to do that over and over and over. So, oh, well, I finished a show. You did. What show? Um, watch the end of Homeland. Yeah. I have, I've now seen all eight seasons of Homeland. Did she go home to the land? (laughs) (laughs) Not really. No. Oh, no. Um, I've never seen it. I've only seen the Simpsons episode Homerland, and that's it. <laughs> is that related somehow? <laughs> uh, yes, it's a direct parody of Homeland. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes, like um, even showing the logo and like doing the credit sequence. Okay. The same as well, Homeland. Homeland is from the same people who made Twenty Four, and man, do they get into some very familiar dumb Twenty Four territory? To the point where I will literally just cheer it and just be like, yes, I've been missing this. Yes. 
Yep. They they can't help it. They always start out like each season starts out so like noble and and like oh we're gonna do this arc and it's gonna be th-. and then they're just like you know what fuck it do the dumbest thing possible and just who knows how they're gonna get out of it and you know Jack is gonna taser a phone or something and it's gonna be mm-hmm. great. It's just like man, this is what I'm here for. Give me this. Um, <laughs> it's. Yeah, if you miss 24, you should watch Homeland because, like, for the most part, it's a serious show. But every once in a while, they're just like, hey, remember the dumb shit we did on 24? Let's do that here. (laughs) Eight seasons worth? Yeah. But they're short seasons, 10, 12 episodes. And Manny Patinkin is fucking awesome. Okay. Manny Patinkin rules. This is a fact. He is the best. I mean, I I learned that from uh, what Dead Like Me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and plenty of other things. Sure. But... Yeah, no, I watched the first season of Homeland, and then I just stopped. Well, no, all right, so I watched the first season of Homeland, and then they announced they were bringing 24 back, and I was like, well, putting a pause on that, because I'm going <laughs> to get this confused, and yeah. I caught all up on 24 and watched the 12-hour one, the half-day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, maybe I should Was it Live Homeland. Another Day, I yeah. believe it was? Yes. No, yeah. Yes, as opposed to Dre Day. He, he threw Mrs. Stark out a window. <laughs> I never did watch Dre Day. No, I haven't either. I I I watched the first half of it. Mm-hmm. Like watched it and then just just blew through the second half. Like I just I just need to see how this ends. And it was so bad, really? so bad. Yeah. Oh god. Was it one of those things that was made like without any of the people that made the original show, or kind of, but not really. I mean. It was made without Kiefer because he was, was doing Commander in Chief. Didn't didn't like Homeland get like half the twenty four creative team, and then like they stayed and the rest of them did the, what was left of twenty four. Tyrant, no, the other half did Tyrant. Yeah, they they kind of moved over to Tyrant, which also Tyrant had the same dumb twenty four bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they. I think they just floated back and forth between the three, but mm. you can tell, like, man, when one of them shows up, you're like, oh, we're getting dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, give me the dumb shit. <laughs> yeah so are you saying i should go watch the other seasons of homeland i would yeah it's i mean yes yes okay all right it it's got both good moments and man this is the dumbest shit ever moments (laughs) take it under consideration yeah and there's plenty of drinking games you can have during homeland episodes like man Mm -hmm. whenever claire danes gets sad and her chin starts to quiver because she's gonna cry but she can't cry because she's supposed to be tough drink every time you get a chin quiver and you will you will have a good time <laughs> i like it uh just just the way uh manny patinkin's character walks is hilarious like every time you see him walk through a scene you'll be laughing your ass off he has the most determined i am the most important man in the world walk and mm-hmm. it's it's fucking great yeah get on the showtime app watch some watch some homeland okay I don't think I have anything else. I mean, I've been watching like other random shit, lots of stand-up stuff on Netflix. And did you watch that dude without a shirt? Nope. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No. Couldn't find the time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened. Time just just, got away from me. You know. (laughs) I mean, I watched Seinfeld's new special. It's actually pretty good. I mean, Uh you know, I know he's continued. You know, a lot of people say he was kind of the worst part about the show, but. He's also kind of the guy that wrote most of the episodes or co-wrote most of the episodes, so he's still got some funny things to say. And, he, mm. and he's becoming a little, like, he's becoming a slightly more loosey-goosey with age. Like, you know, like, he's always kind of been a pretty fairly family-friendly 
I wouldn't say he's got like raunchy, but he's like, yeah, he's. I could see him getting there. Like, give him ten more years, he might be like going full Carlin mode, just motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. I hope so. Yeah, but <laughs> that'll be fun. Yeah, but I watched that. I watched uh, Craig Ferguson's one he's got on Netflix. That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some good stuff out there. What even watched like Richard Pryor's live and live in concert one was out on Netflix, and I was like, shit, okay, give this a try. Watch the Def Jam reunion thing from a couple years ago. Can I just say, so I have not scrolled through Netflix in a while. Okay. There is some hilariously misleading artwork on Netflix for certain movies. Yes. Like uh, like the artwork for Cop Out that doesn't show Bruce Willis being in it at all. It's a picture of Tracy Morgan and Sean William Scott. <laughs> really? Yes. Uh, like the, the box art for Gold Member is just a picture of Mini-Me. Okay. It's it's so it, like I well, just like the top line for me was just like comedies we think you'll like and I'm scrolling through them like th- these are misrepresenting so many movies yeah, like these well, aren't even close to accurate like the iTunes ones so many of them are atrocious yeah like it's like what are you doing and why are you replacing good artwork with this I, I hate that we moved one out of movie poster size art and two just jettison movie posters entirely I get why because there aren't movie posters much anymore but well yeah and it's like it has to show up well on a thumbnail you like yeah, i get that it's just, but it's just like 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 the gremlins ones are just like offensively bad there has aside from the theatrical poster there has never been decent gremlins artwork everything yeah. that comes out for gremlins is fucking terrible and you have these cool looking things how do you not manage it i don't get it it's amazing but that's how people like mondo can sell all these posters you know yeah because they can go, all right, well, here's some actual good artwork for a movie you like. I mean, fuck, I was looking at the Grandma's Boy poster the other day. And it was like, oh, this is actually a pretty good, you know, representation of like the, like kind of like the vacation art mm-hmm. poster. Yeah. It's like, oh, l- look at them doing a thing. That's good on them. And just like, mm-hmm. it's fucking Grandma's Boy. <laughs> yeah. Which I still think is all right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's just, it's, it's disappointing that it's. The design has gone away and the artwork has gone away in favor of just like, all right, just make sure the the name's really big and one of the people in it, you can see their face mm-hmm. front and center and that's it. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, well. I've, I've started getting good at like going in and clearing my Netflix history only because like with just randomly. In case you die. Well, no, no, no. I, just, I <laughs> mean like starting some of these watching. comedy specials that I have no idea who they are. Like I'll just like blindly try one. And then two minutes in, I'm like, I loathe this person. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I can't stand to hear them talk or anything. Yeah. And, you know, then it's just like, you know, Netflix is like sending emails like, come back and finish watching this. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I, I will not. <laughs> like, I mean, there needs to just be like when they send you one of those or like nag you about it. Like, it needs to be easier to just say like, get this the fuck out of my recently. I'm not. I'm never going to finish this. Like, yeah. I, I clicked something out yeah. of curiosity. I Just give me something like Indeed has, where it's like, if it's internship, you can click X, and they'll say, hide all jobs that are internship. And you say, yes. Yeah. <laughs> hide all comedy by this person with DreamWorks face. That would yes. be nice, yes. But, I mean, like I said, just even getting it out of the history is good enough for me. It just That needs to be easier. Like, I've clicked play on a couple of random things, just being like, ah, what the fuck is this? I'll see what this is. And then in two minutes, I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's some fucking, it's got a ridiculous title, which you'd think I would be in favor of, but there's some, like, 
documentary is what I'm going to super air quotes use when I say this thing about like cat memes. Like there's some, I don't know how, whatever algorithm was like, you should probably watch this. And it's like, it's like cats, the movie or something like that. But it's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really bad like that. But it's like, I was just like, I thought maybe they might actually like pull some stats and be like, you know, some cat stats. (laughs) See like where like, you know, why they became the dominant meme thing on the internet or whatever. And it's just like, hey, remember Grumpy Cat? Hey, remember Keyboard Cat? Hey. You remember remember this other guy? He's on Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) That I would watch that. It sounds amazing. It's not even that good. Right now, it's all I want. You're not unselling us. Just saying. Okay, fine. Go push play on Cats the movie. (laughs) So uh, wait. So did you confirm there are no cat stats? I I don't. I I didn't watch far enough to see the actual cat stats. Uh I, I think I made it. I think I made it somehow 15 minutes. It's it's atrocious. Yeah. So there are no cats playing video games using cat strats. <laughs> cat strats. Yeah. It's also cats playing guitars. Mm. Cats with strats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah anyway. Yeah. So is it contact make, info time? It's sure. time to wrap it up. Well, I was just I was going to Domino's my whole thing and say, oh, okay, Netflix, please make clearing history things a lot easier than having to go in from a fucking web browser, figure out where the fuck to click it because you moved it again, <laughs> find your history, and say X to this, X to that, X going to get yeah. you. Netflix, like, if you're listening. Well, I just like Come make on. it so like I can heart long press on the on the app or something, just something to like. No, like I. I'm never going to watch this. Remove it from my history. That's all. Like, I don't mm-hmm. give a shit about this. Stop taunting me on my continue watching the page that is now hard to find. Used to be the default thing. Now it's like, ah, it's six, six rows down. <laughs> yeah. My, my, uh, the account I have is shared with like five other people and somebody has started watching anime and it's driving me crazy because it's just like all this anime shit across the bottom it's like do you want to keep watching this I'm like no absolutely not who's doing this you can share to find out who's quarantined right now and who's making bad choices (laughs) this is why all of my things if I share an account which I'm not saying I do uh, they all have profiles on them so you may log in to my thing it started as a joke that we all just kept the same one Hmm. and now it's just kind of now, now, what have it's, you brought? Yeah, it's become a horrifying nightmare, is what mm-hmm. it's become. Yeah, but that's fine. Somebody has a body pillow. I don't like to think about that. It's not me, at least. Sure. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, C- certified yeah. weeb over there. Yeah, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, your, I, your last name's a fucking sushi roll. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> You're the biggest oh, weed here. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> and yet somehow I got married. It's a mystery even to me. Yeah. You, you had to hide all your shit. Body mm-hmm. pillow had to go in the attic. Oh, no. I hope my... I hope, I hope it's okay. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I say this because you probably hate anime more than anyone else here. That's why it's funny. No, I gave anime a shot a few years ago. Yeah, no, it was me who didn't. No, <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I was like, man, fuck all this shit. Hey, like, I liked my neighbor Totoro. That was pretty good. Uh-huh. Akira is actually pretty good, even though it makes no sense. But you know, 
Looks good. I'm sure someone will jump into the comments and say, no, it makes perfect sense. You just weren't paying attention and you didn't read the manga. And yeah, whatever. Manga. Manga. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Mm-hmm. If someone does want to angrily write us yeah. <laughs> about how we say manga. Manga. It's the proper way. Google told yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. They could do it. Uh, BMF at BMFcast.com. Can uh, call us. 910-5-JAX-BMF. 910-556-9263. Uh, go to bmfcast.com if you want to do all the social stuff it's over there on the side including our discord which uh, is pretty busy these days it's people are either off, as yeah, the kids say people are home or they're working for whatever it is it's, it's lit. busy it's lit yes it is lit. af <laughs> sure just lit and uh, lastly <laughs> patreon.com slash bmfcast yeah. bonus shows in exchange for money it's legal yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing more for some reason because yeah, I don't know why. It's fun. We got time. Yeah, yeah. It helps us pay for Zoom memberships now, mm-hmm. <laughs> or a Zoom membership. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of bmfcast.com, at the very top of that column on the right is an image of our T-shirts. Uh, we have slashed the prices permanently from twenty dollars to fifteen dollars with free free shipping for our amazing Sweet. T-shirts that are cuddly and soft and feel real good on your naked flesh so they are super comfortable shirts like they're they are most the mo- among the most comfortable i still wear yeah. so go get a cheap shirt cheap is, they're high quality yeah, shirts they're quality, just inexpensive inexpensive yes mm-hmm. yes yeah. they're inexpensive to you made by rich fibers and <laughs> talented yes. people they're made of french rich corinthian leather <laughs> yes yes they are delightful and you should own three or four so go buy one yeah now turn them into yeah. face masks or something yep and once they're gone they're gone that run's true the gold run totally gone mm-hmm. uh we're in the silver run now so yes yeah so don't don't wait what are you waiting for stop with what God. are you waiting for <laughs> yeah it's gonna be out of print and then you're gonna go like oh man i should have gotten a shirt and be like yeah no, like it's, like it's we were talking of- about in the discord earlier yeah. apparently mm-hmm. robot jocks on blu-ray eighty dollars yeah because somebody didn't act fast enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That thing was in every sale for like eight bucks. They were yep. just like, please take Robot Jocks. And everyone was like, no, we're good. We've got our copy of Robot Jocks. And take my now jocks, that it's gone. Please. Yeah. Yeah. So. So if you don't want to pay $80 on eBay to get a shirt that somebody's worn already, I mean, yikes. Mm-hmm. Gross. Get a fresh one. Yeah. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yep. Well, so. Let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. Dad, this is Bathcast out. <laughs> Realized we needed that part. Right? Oh shit! BJ says this. Yeah. Yes. See you next Variety Hour. I don't see, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
the third doctor always said dynamite, but it was really weird. And everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Which was the one that was always like sticky wicket. <laughs> Which one was that one? <laughs> One's like, like, oh, crumpets, fifth doctor. <laughs> Oi Crumpets. That was the second doctor. He was yeah, very okay. beloved. Yeah. <laughs> Oi Crumpets. <laughs> it's the Daleks again. Oh, <laughs> Oi Crumpets. Wasn't that one of his companions at some point? Yes. yes. <laughs> Hello, this is Oi Crumpets. <laughs> He's a jolly old chap. 